Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. Hour number two, Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Brendan Escott. Weather's Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Brendan, I think we have a pretty obvious place to go to. Okay pretty obvious place to go to right now. Most of the textures have already taken it there, so let's just keep it rolling. Just keep it going? Yeah. Okay. We're going to go interactive over the next hour. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Check that. 780-496-0063 is also our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. Uh, it's a simple conversation point. Under the following guidelines, okay, I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation as to what I what I would be prepared to do. So, the question is, would you want Taylor Hall back if the acquisition cost did not include either Broberg or Bouchard, and if the pick that was included was a conditional second? That becomes a first if the orders end up in the final four, which means the pick becomes 28 through 31st, or conversely, Hall resigns. Okay? 780-496-0063. If Edmonton was sitting here right now with a record of, for the sake of argument, we're 29 games in the, in the year, so if they were 9-15-5, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But the team needs to improve five on five. I think we can all see that. Like they've, they've got to. Get, now there's other guys out there. Chris Kreider might be out there from the Rangers. Andreas Athanasiu, who's a restricted free agent, might be out there. But again, if it didn't cost you Broberg or Bouchard, and it you know your lottery protected the number one, so it wasn't a top fifteen overall pick or something to that effect, would you do it? Would you bring him back? Ah, let's go to K-Jam on line number one, our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Hi, K-Jam. How are you? Doing good, Bob. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. And uh, I think this is a, a great topic of conversation. We're approaching the time that uh, you know we should be talking about it. Okay. Well, that's good. Because I've actually yeah. got guys texting the show saying, I, I'm sick of you talking about this, uh, but what I want to talk about is uh, the officiating last night. And I'm like, oh, man, every time I talk about the officiating... 
I get guys texting. I'm sick of talking about the officiating. So we're we're going and look. There was lots of discussion. Pierre LeBrun put the word out for Ray Shiro. Uh, you have some guys that are some media guys in Edmonton are completely against it. It doesn't make sense. And there's other media guys in Edmonton that are completely for it. I want to hear from the fans and see what they say. So what do you think? Well, there, there's only there's only really three needs that the team has to be what you might call a complete team, and you know that would be. Uh, you know, a true offensive power play defenseman, which is coming in the pipe. Only one of the players that you mentioned we wouldn't be trading in uh, in Bouchard. Yeah, I think that that's going to be a, a true power play defenseman there. You've got uh, the need for a third line center. Um, so you know, I mean, somebody who can take. I mean, you you've talked about Pajot. Um, who, out of I, Ottawa, who I like think an ideal guy, right? But I think Ottawa is going to resign him. But keep going. Yep. Right, and then you know you need you need depth scoring. You know, five, specifically five on five scoring, and you know you you not. I mean, you you might get that out of a third line center potentially, but I would say more along the lines of on the wing, second line. So, you know, I mean, uh, Taylor Hall has had you know a long history of being an, an exceptional five on five you know producer, and you know, I mean, he's. People people might complain about his defense, but the the thing is, is the puck is not in his in his end when he's on the ice. Um, I'm not sure that he's uh, a weak defender either. I would say he's at least a, an average to above average defender. And you know, I mean, what he does in terms of creating space and speed um, on a, a five on five line is 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 an elite level. It's not maybe a top five or ten level in, in the NHL, but it's. It's getting way up there. I mean, the guy won Hart Trophy one year when he was able to to be healthy and and do it all year. And you know, he was he was motivated that year for a number of ways. I think that if you got him on a team that you know was was in a, a playoff run or you know a, a team that was looking like it could potentially be a contender, I think that that would be another level of motivation. Um, you know, the the other things that in terms of inter-team dynamics, having, you know, the the guy who started the rebuild, first overall pick being here, I mean, like, how does that all play in the room? Like, I'm not there. I don't know. I don't know about we, that. We got a lot of people that seem to think they know what, what goes on in the room. It's remarkable. Yeah, and, and you know what? I mean, like, and, and for the people that spend a lot of time downtown after Oilers games, I didn't. So I don't know about that. I can't comment. But, uh, you know, what, what I'm thinking here is that, you know, I mean, like, the, the, the obstacles in the way are, are, you know, the acquisition cost and, you know, what he might want on, on resigning. So, you know, I mean, like, if those things were to settle out, you know, there's nothing wrong with the player. He's absolutely the right fit on the wing. And people that, that just say, oh, that's old news, you know, and, and move on, you know, I mean, it's, it, well, what if the guy's name wasn't Taylor Hall? What if we're talking about, um, you know, a, a, a Nathan McKinnon-type winger? You know, which is basically what Taylor Hall is. He's he's a, a, a Nathan McKinnon style winger, and you know, I mean, you just put a different name on the guy. It's, if you take a look at the stats, take a look at the performance, the history. I mean, like people are concerned about his age. You know, you're signing him till he's 36 if you have him on an extension. Well, you know, I mean, the guy isn't. I mean, he's a, he's a burner. You know, I mean, like if he slows down, I mean, like what then he becomes like uh, an above average skater as opposed to being an elite skater. I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's still. That's All right, fine. K-Jab, I, I appreciate the call. The board's full. i got to get to it, okay? Yeah. Well, you know- yeah, thanks. Sorry, K-Jab, my apologies. Let's go to Chris on line two. Hi, Chris, you're in Oilers now. Um, I don't know. Um, as far as John Shannon, I don't know what, uh, what untouchables he's talking about that we're, we're going to regret if we trade for Taylor Hall. Like, I really only have about a handful here, and it, it starts with Bear, which 
we're not trading Bear unless we're getting Yeah, okay, and again, I'm going to re- – Chris, I'll reestablish. We're not talking Clefbaum, Nurse, Bear, and then Broberg or Bouchard. Okay. Um, I, I, I put Sam Arukov in that sure. – uh, in that. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead, yep. In the um, in, in that list, too. Um, so essentially, anybody else is fair game. And what's to say that we have to that we have to trade away a first round pick? And if we do, it's going to be a late first round pick anyway. If the, if the to, to, to get somebody of Taylor Hall's quality, which will make our top two lines lethal, even more lethal than they are now, and not to mention to, to our, our power play unit, which our power play unit is number one in the league right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And you add Taylor Hall, you're potentially going to have two deadly power plays. Well, you could you could theoretically move Nugent Hopkins to the second unit to have him do his his own unit. I mean, and then others would say, why would you move Nugent Hopkins off the first unit when he's part of a thirty-two percent power play? But it just would give you different options, Chris. Yeah, exactly. And it's not and it's not adding Taylor Hall. You're adding a twenty-five to thirty goal scorer a year at the very least. And it's not just for a potential playoff run. We could we could turn this into a long playoff run, which is what we need. Uh, if we can get, like I said, we can get him for for cheap and have a little test run going, and he lights it up, and he wants to stay here, and he does, takes a, a, a hometown discount to stay, I'm all for it. Do you know what's uh, interesting? So do, do you know what's interesting to me, Chris? Is oh. I almost got the sense like there was there because there was rumblings about Ryan Smith wanting to come back to Edmonton. You know, he he got traded out of, uh, out of Edmonton to the Islanders. Um, the something happened in the contract negotiations there. Maybe it was you know the agent going back to the GM twice and saying no, I need more, I need more. Then Smith was upset when he got moved. Goes to the Islanders, doesn't sign there, signs a deal in Colorado. They move him off to LA, and then the Oilers take him back. And, and Ryan Smith was not fleet-footed, uh, was not an elite top six player at that time. But I almost get the sense that there's there is more uh, people that wanted Ryan Smith back. Than, than wanted Taylor Hall back. I, I just get that sense at times. And, I mean, you can't even compare the two. Like, Dustin Penner outperformed Ryan Smith during the... I, I know certain people would find that to be surprising, some of whom worked in the Oilers organization. But Dustin Penner was actually a better player than Ryan Smith during that five-year window when he signed that deal uh, to come to the Oilers in 2007. So, it, it's funny stuff. Thanks, Chris. Okay? You're welcome. Thank you. Let's go to... Uh, hey, doesn't mean I'm right. You don't have to agree with me. Let's go to, is it Arjun? Is that right? No, it's Arthur here, Bob. Uh, Arthur, Arthur. My, my apologies. We got a, no a worries. misspell. No yeah. worries. Great. Uh, thanks for having me, Bob. I just enjoy the show. I um, moved out here a couple years ago and uh, listen to you every day. Don't mess. Anyways, Taylor, um, my concern there is um, is his health. Uh, he's had one good season in, in six, I believe, when he uh, his MVP season. And um, he continues to get hurt. He plays a, a really reckless, aggressive game, which is that's his style, um, because he is so fleet of foot. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I think they need to stay the course. I think Ken has got the guys on track. Okay. Um, and uh, I was at the game last night. Um, you heard us in the, uh, the south the, uh, end of the uh, arena. We had a lot of Oilers fans up there. Makes us feel great. And I want to just quickly touch on the ambassadors of the game. Um, Roger H. was there, and he got um, Connor and Leon to come out, take pictures with the folks. My grandson, uh, my girlfriend's German, so you know what that meant for Leon and her. And um, I got a picture of my grandson and Connor with a smile on Connor's face. Um, I really believe that he enjoys doing that. 
Um, we know he isn't that much, doesn't enjoy the real public speaking part of it, but um, the stuff that these guys do for these kids is amazing, and I don't think that people really realize uh, what they do to go forward uh, All right. Thank- to make a great game. Thanks, Thanks Bob. Ar- Thanks, Arthur. Glad you had a good experience. Uh, I'm going to go back to the Sedins. Like, those guys were class acts. And uh, anybody that's listened to uh, Oilers Now or Total Sports over the years knows that I've never demeaned the Sedins. Um, I really don't like... I mean, we have a little bit of fun with the Toronto market at times. You know, how do you change the light bulb in Toronto? Hold it there. Let the rest of Canada revolve around it. Uh, um I love the spirit in Montreal. I just don't like the politics of Quebec at times. But, hey, I'm an Albertan. Maybe that's understandable. Uh, But the Sedins, for me, the stories where, you know, they didn't inform people in their own organization on uh, prior to morning skates when they'd go down to hospitals and visit with kids on a game day. And just there's lots of stuff that people don't know about. Like, you know, I used to hear about how Alish Hemsky, you know, there, there were guys in the media that would whine about Alish Hemsky. And my experience with him was completely different. It, his teammates respected him. Trust me, they respected him because he took the puck to the paint and he could make plays. 117 in Edmonton, I'm going to tell you, we spoke about uh, Brent Ridge Ford in the first half of the show. Cars cost less in Wetasco and get a no-charge winter performance package on most cars, trucks, and SUVs. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner. For customer satisfaction, call 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. They can hook you up with F-150s. You can go down and see Johnny. Uncle Milt. Is Uncle Milt back? Uh, I think Uncle Milt is back. Uh... Rich and the gang down at Brent Ridge Ford. Tell them orders now. Sent you. All right, 118. We got a bunch more calls again. Uh, so the context is obviously we wouldn't be talking about, you know, moving any of the big guns. Uh, and then, prospect wise, defensively, uh, you know, Clefbaum and Nurse are established players now, 300 plus games in the NHL. Ethan Bear, for me, has arrived. The Oilers have uh, Bouchard and Broberg. I have Bouchard here next fall. I have Broberg one year in the HL next year, and then the year after. Those five defensemen, you know, you're not talking about moving any of those in a deal. Uh, but for a prospect pick combo with the pick protected so it's not a lottery top, you know, 10 overall pick, would you do it? Would you go? And they'd, they'd have to take back a contract. They'd have to take back some money, or they'd have to retain, and they can do that in New Jersey. Would you go get Taylor Hall? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So let me know, 780-496-0063. I got tons of texts as well on the Ashley Fine Floor text line. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We'll get back to being interactive in a second. Right now, though, I'm going to tell you guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South Downtown Northside and Sherwood Park locations. To the Oilers Now injury report brought to you by James H. Brown. Injury lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. 
Mr. Escott. All right, well, Leafs fans who may have tuned into the wrong program will be excited to know that Mitch Marner did skate this morning for the first time since injuring his ankle back on November 9th. He is eligible from activation from the LTIR on Wednesday. Saturday would mark four weeks exactly from the initial prognosis, so he's getting pretty close there. Uh, Habs defenseman Victor Mete will miss two weeks with an ankle injury he suffered against Boston last night. Zach Wierenski will miss a month on Columbus's back, and he suffered a shoulder injury when he was hit by Anders Lee this weekend. And the Penguins lost Brian Dumoulin for eight weeks after he lacerated tendons in his ankle against Ooh. St. Louis. Yeah, And uh, Golden Knights forward Cody Eakin out indefinitely with a concussion. So I imagine we'll get a couple updates probably tomorrow on guys like Matt Benning and what have you for the Oilers. Yeah, well, Zach Cassian, where's Ryan Nugent Hopkins? My guess is Nugent Hopkins plays at this weekend at the latest. That's my hope. They miss him. There's no question. All right. Uh, back into uh, actually we're going to take some calls on River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. I just want to read one text on our Ashley Fine Floors text line and we got a lot. So I will get back to you uh, with the calls in a second. Uh, I would say it's about 60-40 uh, for a haul return. Is that What do you think, Brendan? Is that that's, that's fair to say, yeah. Okay. Uh, where did it go? Uh, can you pull up K? Oh, there it is. Here we go. KDK says, Bob, draft picks are magic beans, and general managers, scouting staff earn their money on later round picks. This is the key. Trading a first rounder who you hope turns into a player as good as Taylor Hall is well worth it. Taylor knows what to expect when arriving in Edmonton, and the transition period would be far shorter than normal. It is a no a no-brainer to me and should be done sooner rather than later. Don't allow the bargaining to drive up the price from KDK. So there's a perspective out there. Babiche on line number did I say the name correct? It's Babiche. Yeah. Babiche. Close are, enough. <laughs> hey, all right, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. What do you got? Um, I think getting Taylor Hall would depend on quite a few things for it to make sense for the Oilers, in my opinion. Okay. Um, if it's just a first-round pick and, I don't know, like a a prospect that's not too high, like a Evan Bouchard, that that wouldn't be... They're, they're uh, not trading Evan Bouchard, so... Yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't make sense to me. But if it's someone else that's not too high, maybe like a a Yamamoto or a Benson, that, that would make a little bit of sense, in my opinion. But the problem with the Taylor Hall acquisition would be the, the contract, in my opinion. Like, how long would you be signing him for? He is 28 years old. Yeah. I understand that elite players maybe age a little bit differently. I, I think he could play well into his 30s, but the problem would be injuries. If you're signing him for seven-plus years, um that would be a little bit risky. If it's a five-year deal at, say, something like 9 or 10 mil, then maybe. But I really don't know if he would take that if something better is available somewhere like Colorado or Montreal, like you guys mentioned. So that would be the, the main issue. But if, if he would be coming here for a five-year, $10 million deal, I think that makes total sense. And, and that would actually make us quite a contender with two very dangerous lines. See, and I don't, think, I don't think you'd have to go as high as $10 million. I'm serious. You don't about, think so? No. No, I, I, I think, like, the, now Darren Ferris might think differently. But mm-hmm. I, I, whether, I, I wonder whether or not Taylor might, you know, hypothetically, if Taylor looks at uh, the contract for Dreisaitl, like, and again, think of how Ken Holland's operated. 
Nobody right. tended nobody tended to make more than Nick Lidstrom in Detroit. Like obviously McDavid's making twelve and a half, but Dreisaitl for the last two years has been a top five player in the NHL. Like he is yeah. an undeniable. Like statistically, it's not even close. So mm-hmm. can can you really have another player making more than eight and a half? Well, I, how much did Panarin sign for in New York? Like eleven, and that's and that you know what. Uh, that's a great point by you because, like somebody said, so we, you know, Elliot Friedman has mentioned Colorado. Uh, Pierre Lebrun yesterday wrote a piece. Was it no? It was, or was it Burnside? Somebody on the Athletic wrote a piece and had Edmonton in the list of four or five teams. The mm-hmm. the, the Montreal Canadiens make sense because they need star they need star power up front and they've got some cap space. Remember, they tried right. to RFA offer offer sheet Sebastian Ajo. I'll, I'll give you another team that's got money is the New York Islanders. The New York Islanders could do it as well. So, and mm-hmm. you know, so there's different teams out there. But I, I don't actually believe it would be. Put it this way. If he took a one-year bridge to get to when the cap jumps, he could be uh, theoretically at $10 million by then. But maybe he's only $6 million or $6.5 million next year. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see how this plays out. I don't, I've not spoken to Taylor. I've not spoken to Darren Ferris. But he's not. You, you know what? Like, statistically, this is not the type of year... To, to this point, that drives your value up. But he is a Hart Trophy winner, and there's no question he'd be an impact player. Thanks for the call. Thank you. You bet. Uh, 780-496-0063. Let's go to, uh, is it Ahmed? Is that uh, who we got on line number one? Hello, how are you? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. What do you got? Hey, Bob, how's it going? Good. Yeah, Bob, uh, just three things maybe you can <clears throat> respond to. I mean, one, I, I mean, I've heard from a pretty kind of reliable source that when, when Hall got traded back in 2016, you know, with all the parting and all that. Was yeah, going on, you know, that stuff, can I just say, that stuff, again, they traded him for Adam Larson. And the exact comment was, it's a one-for-one. One. And some of the people that made the decision to trade him are no longer in the organization. Things change, people change. You know, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs brought Wendell Clark back twice. He's, he played for them three separate occasions. You, there's there's right. different things you hear. There's conspiracy. That sort of stuff, it, it's it's the same thing that happens. Somebody put the, the tweet out last night of the video of Gagne and Sheen. It'd be, oh, it must be true. Like, seriously? We don't know. That's that's the bottom line. We don't know. Right? Right. Do you agree? Um, you, you may hear. And, put it this way. Believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. That would be my response. Yeah, yeah. I got it. You yeah, know what? Yeah, I guess I'm up against the clock here. I don't mean to be. If you want, I'll put you on hold and you can uh, come back after the break. Does that work? Sure. Okay. Thanks. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.